Coming up, fun, fresh, and unforgettable insights about the festival of Sukkot. Welcome everyone to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights that will make home life better. And today, I'm at Asia Torah's headquarters in Jerusalem, Israel, with my guest, Rabbi David Aaron, who will be sharing some extraordinary ideas about the festival of Sukkot. Rabbi Aaron is the dean and founder of Israelite, an international organization and center for Jewish learning in Jerusalem's old city, and Yeshivat Oraita, which offers a one- to two-year program for high school graduates. To contact Rabbi Aaron or to purchase any of his eight books, you can visit rabbidavidaaron.com, and that's R-A-B-B-I-D-A-V-I-D-A-A-R-O-N.com. Welcome back, Rabbi David Aaron, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you for having me. Okay, so one of the lessons about Sukkot that you've spoken and written about is that on Sukkot, we quote, recover our playfulness and zest for life. And that sounds good to me. And just wondering if you could explain the idea a bit. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, Torah gets a little too serious and we lose our child, our inner child. Uh, One of my teachers said that a prophet is an adult child who has the ability to be an adult Mm -hmm. and mature, but has the freshness and the aliveness and the the openness that a child has. And we have to learn to be adult children. And it's very possible that during the month of Elul, while we're really preparing for Rosh Hashanah, and then the 10 days of repentance, it gets really heavy. Intense, And uh, a lot of this self-analysis can really generate what I call paralysis, you know? And you get stiff and you get down, and then suddenly after Rosh Hashanah, I'm going to find myself a lulav and an etrog, and I'm building this little clubhouse, and it (laughs) seems kind of crazy. It seems so different than what I just ended up when Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and suddenly I'm out there looking at something that looks like a lemon. I remember the first time I saw that. I couldn't believe I saw these vintage-looking, sage-looking men examining a a lemon as if it's a diamond. And I was, what is this? And uh, really what it is is to come back to your child, you know, because... Because that's where the freshness and that's where the aliveness is. And the Zohar, the Kabbalistic tradition, says that our Yetzirah, evil inclination, is an old foolish king. Mm-hmm. But our good inclination is a child. Mm-hmm. Because the old foolish king, he wants to keep things stable and don't change things and don't move. And he's pompous. But he doesn't know what it means to be alive and excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and have vitality and be able to laugh again. And so uh, Sukkot is a time to go back to our child, our freshness, mm-hmm. and get back connected to life. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what it is intrinsic, though, to Sukkot, more than just we went through all of that intensity and now let's kick back. Like It, it can sound like, well, chronologically, let's just... Um, as you say, like uh, recover our playfulness because of what we've been through. So more than just the chronology, just that little piece about what's intrinsic to Sukkot that helps bring that out. Well, first of all, part of Sukkot is the celebration of what we just accomplished. And we leave Yom Kippur with a positive attitude that we are victorious in the judgment 
we have done the work we need to do and we're ready to get back to life and do what we need to do. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, we are celebrating a time relating to the seasons, which is we are harvesting. Mm. And there's something so beautiful and so powerful about being able to harvest and enjoy the uh, fruits of your labor. Right, right. Uh, so, uh, you know, Yom Kippur is a time that we connect to God through fasting uh, and kind of diminishing our our body side. Mm -hmm. Sukkot is a time that we're actually able to connect to God through eating and celebrating. It's a, it's a very, very different kind of experience. That's what's so amazing about Judaism. You know, there's... There's different ways that we connect to ourselves and connect to God, and we have to honor all those ways. Okay, good. I just wanted just to complete that piece about gathering the harvest. So you also um, have spoken about, you have a very enlightening take on what we're also gathering in at the time of Sukkot, that we're also gathering ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, well, you so. know, um, really, what does it mean to to do things that are ungodly and uh, kind of misbehave? We're, we're disconnecting. You know, Judaism is telling us that when you live a Torah life, then you're really connecting with yourself. You're connecting mm -hmm. with your people. Mm -hmm. You're connecting with the world. You're connecting with God because mm -hmm. we're because because that's your real self. And then your deepest of depth, your real self is connected to these concentric circles of national self, global self, universal mm -hmm. self. Mm -hmm. And so when a person strays off the path, what they're actually doing is disconnecting. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so the harvest over here is also, so to speak, harvesting ourselves, getting ourselves back together again. You know, mm -hmm. the four species that we hold, the yes. lulav, the Mm -hmm. the, the myrtle branch and the willow branch, they all represent different kinds of Jews or different parts of our body. Um, uh, and the Sukkot, we invite to uh, the Sukkot, the, the patriarchs and so the, the leaders of the Jewish people. It's all coming back together again. We're going back to nature, you know, in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve made that grand mistake. Well, what was cursed was the land and the productivity of the land. And so it's really bringing it all back together. When do we feel alive? and when do we feel dead? We feel alive when all the millions of cells in our body are uniting in one purpose. Mm -hmm. We feel dead when things are disintegrating. Mm -hmm. And so it's a time mm -hmm. to integrate with myself, yeah. with my family, with my people, with the world, mm -hmm. with God, with nature, and get it back together again. Right. right. You mentioned the lulav and etrog. So you said in the early days you would look at this lemony looking thing, the etrog. You've since studied over and over again what that truly means in Jewish understanding so what is uh, the etrog it's not a lemon but it's a no the, the, well uh, i think in english they Citrus. call it a citron 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 mm -hmm. sounds mm -hmm. like a car yes yes citron. Yeah. <laughs> but um well according to our mystic masters each one of these species correlates to uh, an energy and uh and by Putting them all together, it's almost like closing the circuit. I mean, you know, very often, I know when I grew up, I was I was taught that Judaism is a symbolic religion, and this symbolizes this, and this symbolizes, and that's very beautiful. But to spend, uh, you know, $30 on something that looks like a lemon, <laughs> or even $10, you kind of wonder. But Judaism is not simply a symbolic religion that has nice rituals to remind you about nice ideas. It's a science of consciousness. And that what seems to be so strange of bringing 
these all these different things together and holding them and then and shaking them in the different corners you are literally doing something that is tapping into uh, logging into a, a a a level of awareness that you are channeling into your world mm. and that a level of awareness is that awareness that are we are one with each other one with all of mankind, one with nature, and one with God. You know, you talk about one with all of mankind. I'm wondering if you could also explain why is the festival of Sukkot a celebration not only for the Jewish people, but also for the nations of the whole world? Well, the nations that are truly tuned into who we are realize that we are here for them. Abraham wasn't chosen, you know, and and God said, well, you know, the heck with the world. I'm going to choose you and care about the Jewish people. Rather, right away, Abraham is told that I am choosing you because you will be a conduit of blessing to the world. Mm -hmm. And that is repeated over and over again that we're here for the world, right? This is not about our little relationship with God or even our great relationship with God and forget about the world. We're here to bring blessing to all of mankind. So those Mm -hmm. Jews and non-Jews that are aware of that truth realize that when the Jewish people come back to themselves and back to their community and back to their purpose and Mm -hmm. back to God, Mm -hmm. that is a blessing to all of mankind and therefore the whole world is going to celebrate that truth Mm -hmm. with us. Mm -hmm. Um, One last question. At the end of Sukkot, there's um, actually Sukkot when it has wrapped up. There's one extra day, Shemini Yetzirah, that is also its own kind of holiday. So how how do we uh, how do we concretize that? How do we understand that? Well, you know, imagine you know. Um, I, I actually heard a really interesting talk about the purpose driven marriage, and they found that marriages that have a purpose are marriages that last. When it's just about you know me and my wife, and mm-hmm. I don't care about the world, it doesn't last. And so our marriage has to have a purpose. Our marriage has to have a cause. But then there's times where we have to take time just for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because, you know, it can't be just about what we can do for the world, but we also kind of, we have to revitalize our own intimate connection. And therefore it taught that here we are, the, um, the, 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 the days of Sukkot, we are praying for and to bring blessing to the rest of mankind. But then there's one day we got to go back and remind ourselves of our unique connection to God. Mm-hmm. So nice. Wow. Thank you so much, Rabbi David Aaron, for all of your fantastic insights about the Festival of Sukkot and Shemini Yetzirah. Thank you. And there are many videos and articles and recipes and audio classes all about Sukkot on H.com, including the meanings behind Lulav and Edrug. You can check out the website special section all about Sukkot. And thanks for listening. Thank you.